Hi you, I'm Lauren. And I'm Mary. We've known each other since we were five years old. Now we're 30 and we've just realized how much we don't know about the world. So join us as every week we present each other two new topics to learn about. Subscribe to Learning with Lauren and Mary to learn along with us. We promise we'll make it fun. How are you? I'm doing well today. Why does that sound sarcastic? I don't know. I'm just trying to make <laughs> small talk like as though I didn't know you very well. Oh, we don't have to do that, I don't think. Okay. The weather's great. Yeah, the weather's <laughs> lovely today. Um, <laughs> fabulous. How was your Thanksgiving? Um, it was good. It was small, obviously, because mm. we can't go anywhere because we don't want to infect our friends and family. Mm. Um, we ate, oh, I made, oh. That was a great time to make plans with your enemies, though. It is. (laughs) If you want to. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I made, I did apps, cocktail hour, and dessert. Oh, I thought you were just doing pasta. Oh, I did. Like a normal dinner. I thought, I didn't know there was like a whole situation around it. It was a whole situation. There were. Lemon rosemary margaritas. Oh my god! I know. I'll send you a pic. And the best part, I made untested, untested oh, recipe no. of uh, Paul Hollywood's mm. savory biscuits. Ugh. Or like crackers. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, how was your pie? Uh, the so- pie was really good. I used a New York Times recipe. It was um, like. Wait, it was actually a recipe for both pies? No, I used two separate pie recipes. Okay. It was a half and half pie. I did a half and half pie. I did half pecan because Jesse, my boyfriend, loves pecan pie. And I love apple pie. And we don't really like each other's pies. <laughs> Nor did we want two full-size pies because we Those are two pies. people. Um, so I put a piece of tin foil and like a little dough moat in the middle to try and stop the juices from leaking into each other, which worked pretty well. Um, and then we had two half pies and we only have like a slice left over because we still ate a lot of pie. That's disgusting. Okay. Well, Josh took some home too. Okay, good. You have to specify these, these things. Well, I could have eaten a quarter of a pie myself. I definitely could have. But today okay. we're not here to learn about each other's Thanksgiving. We are here to learn about carnivals and customs. Of the British royal family. I'm excited. I'm excited like two, too. Two separate worlds, I just realized. Two, yes, very separate, but not totally separate. Actually, you're right. Yeah, Both of them are a bit of a circus. And I will talk about the Queen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because I always bring her up. It's hard not to. She's been around for a while. She's been around forever. She doesn't do anything. Why do they all care so much? Oh, yes, coffee. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My humble manservant has brought me a coffee. He bows and exits. Very look nice. Look who's royal now. Yeah, look who's the queen of this household. That was well-timed. Yeah, it was. Um, all right, drink your coffee. You want asthma Please or no? Take a sip. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's so hot. I just spit it out. It was way too really hot. Dramatic. Oh my god. 
it's so hot and now my coffee has like mouth oh my god i have to drink water that was water. a huge mistake <laughs> oh my god i blame you for this <laughs> my tongue is like half missing that's gonna hurt for like a couple of days yeah um anyways <laughs> let's get into <laughs> carnivals which is mostly gonna turn into sideshows i'll oh. explain i'll explain okay so this topic comes to us courtesy of the one and only Ashley Blindstrub, our you. thank you, Ashley, um, most honored listener, I believe. I think so. Number one fan. Number one fan. Um, and we're number one fans of her too. Yeah. So Ashley and I read a lot of books together, but separately. We, we she, <laughs> she's a librarian. She's super cool. She's like the Do most you, well-read person on earth. And you have a book club with her? No, Just you two? No. No, well, we did have a book club at one point, but she's already in like three book clubs, so she's not doing that's this. too many. Ours yeah. kind of ended. Um, but I will always go to her for book recommendations, and every once in a while, she will deign to entertain my recommendations because she's read everything. Um, right. And she recently read a book I loved and recommended called Geek Love, which is about um, a a circus or carnival um and it's really fucked up story and there's incest and there's inbreeding and there's um mutants and all kinds of crazy stuff happening and it's really fascinating it's a fiction book i feel like i should say that yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> um and she was like oh i would love to hear more about carnivals and the kind of thing in geek love because that world is really fascinating and i was like Bam, Ashley, nailed it. I would love to learn more about that, too. Sounds um, fun. So it's definitely going to be a podcast episode, and I've been sitting on this one for a while, and I finally got to look into it, and it's been super interesting. Um, Can you tell me um, the difference between a circus and a carnival before we begin? So I have just – I need the law laid down. Okay. I could really ask a lot of questions about a circus um, mm -hmm. and, like, Hugh Jackman. Yes, we will get into Hugh Jackman. Okay. Do not fear. We <laughs> will discuss him. Okay. I need to know the diff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he, I didn't look up the difference, but I'm going to walk you through the history of them. I think names are kind of interchangeable. Okay. And I think you'll understand more once I tell you how they came about. Okay. Good. Okay. So carnival is a Latin word originally, and it means a farewell to meat um, mm -hmm. or a farewell to flesh, if you want to take it there um and that's because it uh, traditionally occurs before lent um you may know it as like carnival or mardi gras or whatever right um the first recorded instance of this was in like the 1200s in like a highly religious period of time um and basically this was a festival right before lent where a lot of this was like a time for the commoners to kind of have their last feast before the winter stores ran out or went bad um Ooh. so it was like eat up you eat the remaining stores of your meat and lard and things before they go bad and then the stores will run low and then you, so you're kind of eating enough to tide you over until the spring crops come in then right. you also go into like lent period where you're giving up things so that's also a part of it um so then around the 1890s we get um traveling carnivals the first noteworthy instance is in 1893 at the chicago world's fair which is Ooh. focusing on western progress and 
especially the recent invention of electricity. So then we get electricity. So they're building crazy things to be like, look what we can do with all these light switches. <laughs> bam, um, bam, 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 lights. So you get like the first Ferris wheel is a thing. And then you get games of chance and food vendors and sideshow attractions. Um, the media covers this. And now the common people are like, what is this? What is this leisure activity we could have? We want that. Um, so then traveling shows and carnival companies begin kind of popping up all over the U.S. and bringing shows to the masses. Um, so from 1902 to 1936, the, the number of traveling shows went from 17 to over 300. Whoa. Yeah, all because some idiot built a Ferris wheel. Awesome. Um, yeah. Mr. Ferris. And then places start kind of establishing permanent fairgrounds and amusement parks and roller coaster rides and things like that. And so a sideshow is so-called because it has a separate entrance fee from the regular amusement park. Mm, and yep, so. Yes, exactly. Um, and it's, uh, it's a freak show, which we will refer to as sideshows to be nice. Um, but they were known at the time as freak shows. Um, and these were popular in Europe in like the 17th century, but they really took off in the late 19th century America during the traveling carnivals. Of course it worked in America. Of course it did. We love the, I mean, have you seen our slate of TV programs? Yeah. <laughs> we're um, trash. We're trash. Um, exactly. So in the, the sideshows, you typically have three types of performers. So you have a self-made performer, which were people with a bunch of tattoos or piercings. Um, it's just like Elon Musk is just like self-made billionaire. He's in the corner. he's not he's not <laughs> he's not in the sideshow. He's he's maybe running it. Okay, all right. but yeah, we don't have billionaires in a corner to look at. <laughs> okay, ask me anything. Yeah. I'm self-made. Rob me. Um. <laughs> That's true. Mm. Then we have uh, working acts like sword swallowing, fire breathing, knife throwing, things that require stuff. skill and our difficulty. And then we get into the, the interesting stuff, the natural born performers, a.k.a. conjoined twins, people with bearded lady. Yeah, people with skin conditions and missing limbs. Oh my um, God. And this is where we decide... Well, we didn't decide, but people decide that disabled and different people are going to be exhibited as exotic. Um, okay. So I'm going to give you, like, a missing limb, and you're going to tell me what you would call this person in the <laughs> 1900s. So, okay. And then I'll tell you what they're really called. Okay. So there, if there's a man who doesn't have any arms and he wants to be in the sideshow, what would you call him? Um, the Martian... Okay, I like um, that. Marsh, Mr. Martian. Cool. Okay, so a lot of the time they would do things like this. Like people of different races that weren't common or people of ethnicities that you couldn't really tell where they were from. They would give them like weird planets to be from or be like, this is a oh, lost ooh. a lost race. I mean, not cool. I mean, but yeah, it was actually yes, pretty fucked it. up. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, this is the missing link between like – apes and humans or between snakes and humans or like whatever um we had a lot of creative control there yeah it was a lot of strange branding i will say that and racism a lot of that right. um 
So the man with no arms would be called Seal Man because oh he would be, I don't know, they would have him flop around like a seal. Um, you would have a man with a skin condition and his skin would be dry and scaly and he would be, what would you call him? A snake man? Close. Alligator man. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. um, so this is like, you're telling us like the general categories or, or is this like, is this like what every carnival has to have? Not every carnival has to have these, but these are just some common tropes we see. Okay, cool. Um, there's a condition. I forget what it's called at the moment. I think I have it written down somewhere else, but I can't read my handwriting at the moment. Cool. Um, and it's where you have, like, basically two large fingers on each hand. And this guy was called Lobster Man. There were a few of them. Oh, my God. Um, and then we also had giants, tall people, uh, bearded ladies, albinos, and fat people. Hmm. Um. Some workers were paid pretty well um, if they brought in a lot of things. It was like one of the only ways they could make money um, because there weren't disability laws. So there weren't that many other ways to get work or to avoid being institutionalized. Uh -huh. um, so the one of the theories was of somebody who wants to work in a sideshow is like, well, we're already being ostracized by society. Why not turn a profit from it? Um, and a lot of a fair number of carnival companies or whatnot um, would have actually really good retirement programs and take care of them for years after they left. Wow. Yeah. It's um, probably not the same today. <laughs> no. Well, actually, yeah. Um, but, some, you know, there was also a ton of exploitation and terrible whatever. Not a great workplace environment. Yeah. And these sort of evolved into um, a thing called dye museums, which was another form of sideshow, which attempted to educate and tell people about the disability this person had. But it was often done by like a fake doctor, fake professor or doctor. Oh, with, my like, God. Would you have these testimonials and research that were also fake, like to support their fake idea of somebody being another species or another whatever. So it's, <laughs> it's just another sideshow. It's just exactly. But it's in disguise now um, right. as something like for the intelligentsia to go to. Wow. Um, yeah. There were also at a lot of sideshows you would have, and this gets back into Geek Love, you'd have an opening, opening show. Um, and the opening show would be done by geeks. And geeks are people who bite the heads off of live chickens. Oh. So there's like a chicken running around and you have to catch them and bite their head off. Um, so this is uh, where geeks came from? Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, these people, and I don't, I didn't read too much into this, but were often mentally disabled or like severely alcoholic. Great. Um, I imagine it's one of the few forms of work you can get, or maybe just biting heads off of chicken <laughs> leads you to drink a <laughs> <Probably>. lot. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so P.T. Barnum, a.k.a. Hugh Jackman, I believe. Yes! Um, he really was the one who made these sideshows popular. Um, so Greatest Showman is factually acceptable? I have never seen it. Um, All right. He was full. I haven't seen it. Does he admit in the movie that he was full of lies? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he would say this woman was like a 161 year old nurse and she was a nurse to George Washington. Um, but she was 80 years old and he actually purchased her as a slave 
and she was also blind and paralyzed. So he took advantage of her and of so many other people. But this was like a really good example of how people would take advantage of people with disabilities and then make a ton of money off of them. P.T. Barnum was not great. He was Ugh. not a good person at all. He did this a lot. Ugh. So um, he was not about the magic of the carnival I mean, and of entertainment. He and was. Storytelling. I mean, there are a lot of quotes about him being like, I just wanted to, like, it doesn't matter if it's real or not. I just wanted to create an engaging environment. Right. Um, and it's like, yeah, well, you, <laughs> you bought some slaves and, you know, kind of did not a bunch great, of stuff. But like you. the blind, paralyzed woman can't escape <laughs> she She's doesn't have a, a choice um so some popular freaks um throughout history um we have this guy is um pt barnum's boy his fave <laughs> guy his name is charles stratton he was a four-year-old dwarf um yeah. and some people say he was like a distant cousin of barnum's but i'm not really sure and he stopped growing at six months old. Um, and oh. then he slowly started to grow again at age 11. Um, he was, he died at three feet tall. Like he was tiny. Oh, wow. Um, and P.T. Barnum snatches this bitch up and labeled him General Tom Thumb and took him on tours everywhere. Yes. And yes, this, this is in the show. he taught him how to do impressions and like these little dances and so, so we just made him into like a a joke um made him like ride a little horse yeah stuff like that um and he also told people he was like older than he was he was four years old and he told everybody he was 11 and stuff <laughs> um I see. and this guy toured everywhere he was one of the first international celebrities ever Whoa. he met the president multiple presidents he met the queen <gasps> He would do impressions of like Napoleon and stuff. Um, and <laughs> this guy got paid so well. He became super wealthy. Um, he retired in like mansions. Um, Good for him. Yeah. And he just made a butt ton of money because everybody just thought he was cute and tiny. Then we have Chang and Ang Bunker. And they were some of the first to tour as conjoined twins. They're from Thailand, which at the time was known as Siam. And this is why we use the term Siamese twins. Oh. So they, they were, are literally the reason? Mm-hmm. These are well. the reason. That's why I brought them up. Um, and they were, like, used that to their advantage. Today, they would have been separated at birth. It's a very easy surgery from where they were conjoined. Um, and they retired not so well. Um, and they bought a plantation and, like, ran slaves. So, you know. Oh, yeah, we, God. I just feel like it's important to mention the whole history. It a lot is. of these people were not great people. Um, God. This guy was really interesting. His name is Isaac Sprague, um, and he toured as the living skeleton. Whoa. Yeah. If you Google him, it, pictures mean? are pretty scary. Um, He's just looking he, skinny. He has what they assume now, because they didn't have the medical technology at the time, was progressed progressive muscular atrophy oh wow so just you can literally see his bones yeah so for listeners he was he reached his height he was five foot six and he weighed 43 pounds like he was the head and bones this is scary yeah. yeah yeah he would have to have a flask of milk 
around his neck at all times to sip from to keep him from losing consciousness. Like he could not <gasps> stay alive. He died at 36, which is later than That's I thought. That's old. Yeah. For um, this. Yeah. And I just thought he was his case was really interesting because like, he had poor guy three just said, kids. Yep, he did. Oh, my God. I have never seen this before. Yeah, I hadn't either. It's really interesting. Um, So then the reason we have fewer freak shows today are because we have medical care. We can we can separate conjoined twins. We can cure various diseases or get people help. We can also find genetic mutations in the womb um, and, you know, choose to make decisions like that. Uh, And then we have legislation, which ends a lot of this, too. For example, it is illegal to exhibit the disabled. (laughs) And we get some disability (laughs) discrimination laws, too. So now people with disabilities can get jobs. So that's why whenever you apply for a job, it's like, oh, if you're handicapped, there are all these laws like this will not prevent you from being hired or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also another reason (laughs) this one's pretty funny that we have fewer freak shows are the things that were considered freakish at the time are not freakish now. Like (laughs) obesity is common. We (laughs) no longer have fat people, but we (laughs) do have a form of um, fat people inside shows, which is the TLC show, my 600 pound life. Oh yeah. I guess we do. TLC mm -hmm. is the freak show channel. Yeah. We do have a lot of that, which you don't think about like that. But when you look at it, you're like, oh, we do have that. Like my strange addiction. We have all these things that are people who are struggling that we have commodified. Um, Same thing with people with tattoos. Um, Oh, my God. You're right. You know, people have tattoos all the time now and they just used to be exhibited. Um, You want to start a mediocre person sideshow. Just I don't one, think people would pay one, for that. I know mundane shit. Nobody wants to see that. And I think if they do, they'll just go on TikTok, right? Oh, yeah. They're like, look at this person do a dance. Wow. <laughs> like, that's what you're talking about. You're like, do people want to watch me do whatever I normally do in my own home so I can make money? That's what you're getting at. That's really funny. There was a room full of dirt once in New York. Wait, what? Are you just talking about construction sites? Nope. It was like the David's Werner Gallery or something. I don't know. Oh, so it was, it was art. Just like it was dirt room. Yeah, yeah that tracks. I once went to an exhibit. It was like some Yoko Ono thing, and oh, this was the biggest bullshit ever. And she's like, "You have to make the art." She got paid so much money for this Ugh. gallery space where it's like you go in and like write on the wall and like smash plates and then glue plates together or something. And it's like, I was like, "This is." the most genius idea ever (laughs) she's basically doesn't do anything gets paid millions of dollars i'm sure and i'm in there making shitty art it's like what and she's all of a sudden (laughs) she's getting money from it yeah it was crazy it's like make your own guac you're like i could have made this i could i could have made this at home why did i come to this restaurant yeah and that's how i feel about hot pot too it's like you want some thin meat that you're going to uh, overboil in a soup with, like, two spices? You're like, I do not. Thank you. I'm not a chef. I do not want to pay for that. terribly. Exactly. I'm not skilled enough at this. And I'm <laughs> I'm not going to make it taste good. And the meat is too thin. I'm sorry. It doesn't You can't even taste it. It tastes like, it tastes bad. It tastes bad. It's stupid and I hate it. Okay. And I'll die on that rock. If you like, <laughs> okay. if you like hot pot. I'm glad that you can enjoy it. 
It's a fun interactive experience, but I get that every day in my kitchen. And I don't pay for it. I do like hot pot. What? But we'll discuss that later. Oh, we'll no, we're going to just offline. Okay, fine. <sighs> Friendship ender. <laughs> so let's take a break. Um from my topic and from my friendship. <laughs> okay. Okay. And we'll see you soon. Lauren. Mary. Or should I say your royal highness? I do like the way that sounds when it's addressed to me. I know. Hmm. So silence, peasant. No, okay. <laughs> and it's already gone it's to gone my head. To her head, <laughs> Lauren. Mm. I really have gotten obsessed with the royals. Oh no, the British royals. Okay, about thirty years too late. Because, mm -hmm. like, honestly, that show was on the road when Diana became well, started dating Prince Charles. I thought you were going to say and... Prince Charming. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how to break this to you. <laughs> but he's not real. No, he's not. Uh, yeah, it's like a little late to the game, but it's because of The Crown, mm -hmm. uh, the show The Crown, which I do like watching, especially because I watch it with Olga, who is 100% obsessed with the British royal. Oh, she is. She's obsessed and she knows everything there is. So when I watch it with her, it's like, we are like I'm learning about history, and she's like, "Oh, the by the way, here's the context of everything." Oh, that's helpful. So it's way better, and I think that's why I like it. Mm. So, Olga helped me a little bit with this, um, but I wanted to learn not about the history of the royals because, like, anyone can just mm -hmm. you know learn about that, and it's very lengthy. Yes, um, <laughs> they've been around for a while. Uh, but I wanted to like know. Like, if you were to meet the queen, yes. what would you have to, like, do, um, not do? I wanted to learn about different customs, mm -hmm. um, where they came from. The craziest thing is, like, a lot of these just came from, like, oh, the Queen, Liz queen Elizabeth just doesn't like that. Oh, like the hard so garlic rule or something like that? Yes, yes, exactly. But I'm also curious, like, like, one of the most interesting moments this season on The Crown for me was when Diana came in and they were like, that's not the order you curtsy or greet people in. And then they just didn't tell you the right order. I was like, that's what I want to know. I'm obviously going to oh. need to do that one day. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to you're gonna have to know that. Um, it's just like, who's in the line of succession? Oh, but you go back to front or front to back? Oh, like most the top, senior you go from the top, top down. Senior. Okay. But yeah, the, the curtsying and the line of the curtsying and whatever is the worst. Yeah. Okay. It's just it's very tedious. It's stupid. Uh, the queen really isn't cool with a handshake. Come on now. <laughs> she is. Oh, okay, really? Let me, let me tell okay. you. Okay. So, so first no, of all, I did not expect that to come out of your mouth. <laughs> if you were um, to address the queen, mm. When you met her, the first on the first um, mention, you have to say your majesty. Ooh, power trip. After that, you don't say that anymore because you already said it once during this particular meeting. Okay. Is it bad you if you say it again? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, then you must say ma'am. Mum. Uh, That's why you're... They all say ma'am. Thank you, mum. Mm. Yes. Um, and if she's her... your mum... You address as mummy. <laughs> mummy. 
mummy. Yeah, they actually call her that. <laughs> All right. So her full name. Are you ready for her full name? I'm ready. Her name is Elizabeth II, by the grace of God of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, and of her other realms and territories, Queen, Head of the Commonwealth, Defender of the Faith. Oh my God, you should have seen my Miriam. mouth. It <laughs> dropped open the minute you said, by the grace of God. I was like, what? <laughs> she also has a few and other defender titles. Defender of the Realm? Ooh. I mean, Badass. what are we, Game of Thrones? Yes. <laughs> Basically, we are oh Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. I would um, demand people address me by all of that if I had the ability to be called that. Are you kidding right? me? She like, is missing out. Like, when you first address her, you must address <laughs> yes. her by her full name. <laughs> probably, and then it's just ma'am. That's probably how George R. R. Martin got his ideas. He was like, oh, the queen really should be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so she also has a few other fun titles Ooh, you don't have okay. that aren't part of her, like, official one. But Ooh. one of them stood out to me. Um one of her titles is the duke of lancaster lancaster what i'm just the duke she's not the duchess <laughs> what because is she hiding in 1265 king henry iii mm. gave 18 hectares of land to his son um this was in like this is like oh wales i believe sure. in england so a bunch of land and he was the duke of lancaster mm -hmm. And this land got passed down from to like the the head of whatever the monarchy got it. throughout history. When Queen Victoria got it, she was like, "They're like, okay, we can change this to Duchess." She was like, "No, no, no, I would prefer Duke." <laughs> yes, Victoria, love that. Great. Wait, so here's my question: Are all like areas now with the Duke or Duchess or whatever? Are they all? Um, gender neutral now, or is it just Lancaster? Just that. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so you would most likely find her at Buckingham Palace, because mm. that's their official residence. Right. And it's for, like, banquets and ceremonies. Um, it, but she also has a private residence, and this is also in the Crown a lot, Balmoral. Oh, right. Are they allowed it's to decorate Scotland. anything modernly? <laughs> I don't know. Like her like, that just looks uncomfortable her, as shit. Belmoral is her private residence, so she actually owns it. Okay. So she could do whatever she wants, but like if she's not old know, lady. It does look it does look so uncomfortable and gross. Right? Like let me take you to West Elm. Yeah. Lizzie. Modern it up. Yeah. So they have got a little more modern. They're pretty stuffy. We're gonna go through some oh, other yeah. customs. But like like you said, they don't just have to curtsy or bow. They can give a handshake now. Oh. Um, she accepts a handshake. Wow. What about a hug? I know. What about a kiss on the lip? Definitely not. <laughs> Lauren, don't even joke about that. I'm going to make out with the queen. <laughs> Lauren, step back from the queen. <laughs> I'm a wet kisser. <laughs> How did you access the queen, number one? Mm. Well, um, so when you meet her, do not turn your back on her. Oh, wow. Stand when she stands. Okay. Sit when she sits. Ugh. Always take her lead, basically. Mm -hmm. Form semicircles when you're in conversation. Yes. Wait, you what? Cannot... Does that mean you walk around her? <laughs> <laughs> the queen always has people <laughs> rotating. 
I could just say anything. <laughs> like, you must um, do a pony hop. Like, you mean if you're three right. times. Wait, so like when you're, you mean if you're all standing, you form a formation of a semicircle around her? I'm just, yes. oh, okay. I don't know why I that's I believe a thing. it's so she doesn't, you don't have your back to her. Mm. And, you know, she's not like trapped in a circle. Or, I don't Who know. makes all these, like, do, if I were to meet the queen for some reason, let's say I'm like, <laughs> gonna be knighted or some shit I, yeah, um, yeah great like is there somebody who comes at me and tells me all this shit or do they they just throw me in and hope i have like figured it out really good question because i think it's up to like your pr person mm, um okay perhaps like that person will speak with like the queen's whatever office that is of pr <laughs> i don't know much about it right but like perhaps they get some instruction from them like mm -hmm. um if you're invited they actually have an office of the marshal of the court oh, so this geez. is like specific for um guest arrangements oh okay so like if there's like a big banquet or something this office takes over and like this person should sit with this person this person says blah 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 so they probably have some instructions mm -hmm. but like people like i believe it was lebron james um like put his arm around um princess kate mm. princess catherine um and in a picture okay and like a normal yeah, human that. being would yes but like he definitely should have done that you are not supposed to touch the royals the royals aren't even supposed to touch each other in pictures no holding hands or anything like okay that. what happens if you do something like that be you die uh, you lebron james up. is fine <laughs> <laughs> um it's just frowned upon oh, then fine i'd do it a lot of shit I, I do is frowned upon. <laughs> it's a <laughs> list. I know. It's not like you're like arrested or anything. It's just like that's not how you're supposed to. Oh, that's what, but like, like get over yourself. You don't I as think the like, queen, you don't even do anything. You just sit around and meet people. Right. I so, guess that's all she has. Yeah, they have just tons of rules. Um, so you also must arrive before her to any any occasion and leave after her okay so let's say you went to dinner in buckingham palace okay you're correct there would not be garlic served because the queen don't like no garlic oh my god her food must taste so bland i know well she's like 90 it's she probably can't taste it anyway <laughs> she's 98 god. come on she is so or old no she's 94 i looked this up recently um for breakfast mm. by the way she has just to like follow up on your blandness yeah. comment she has breakfast like english Host. breakfast tea and cornflakes <laughs> yes she doesn't morning. even have like toast it's like cornflakes yes <laughs> could it be worse no so she put milk in them yes probably okay she likes to may i say get lit Ooh. She has up to four drinks per day. What? Morning. Are they, are they tiny drinks? No, these are cocktails. Ooh. Wow. She has a mid-morning <laughs> <laughs> What? What time is mid-morning for her? It's like before oh lunch. Oh, my God. <laughs> With only cornflakes in her system? She is lit. True. We're really going through her full day. Wow. She then during lunch has like a wine oh my god and after lunch a dry martini what the fuck does she drink all of it 
I assume. Wow. Before bed, she has a glass of champagne. Champagne. Wow. All right. I she's know. She's turning up. She really is. But she's done this for years, which is maybe why she's so well-preserved. The drinking or they just the alcohol? She's like pickled herself. <laughs> yeah, I think she's pickled herself. <laughs> Um, okay, so back to like if you went to dinner, mm -hmm. um, you would not have garlic, you would also not have rice, pasta, or potatoes. Oh, come on, what am I gonna eat? Those are the best things. What am I left with? <sighs> I don't this know. This is why people probably don't like some... British cuisine. <laughs> I know, probably some bland like green beans. Ugh. Green beans with garlic then... are the best kind of green beans. <laughs> you would not have shellfish because um from like old old times that was the food most likely to give you food poisoning oh also probably a lot of allergies yeah true um you have to stop eating when the queen is done oh eating. no that would kill me and that was then that was also mandated by queen victoria oh rude what if i'm still hungry really what gave... if they eat fast i hope she eats slow for you know, for the sake of all those guests. Yeah. You probably aren't eating much anyway, because number one, the food sucks. And number mm. two, like, you're probably talking to everyone. Right. And trying not to be like, <sighs> although, to be honest, if I'm getting invited to Buckingham Palace, I'm going to eat everything. <laughs> yeah. And, and drink everything. Yeah. Um, so the guest of honor sits to the right of the queen. Oh. Um, so for the first course, the queen only talks to. Oh my god, I right. could not handle that level of pressure. I know. For the second course, she will finally turn to her left, and whatever poor soul oh, wow. is on the left will talk to her <laughs> for the rest of the time. Oh, so she doesn't talk to anybody else at the table? I don't think she shouts across the table. I don't think she's about that. What about just um, talking in a normal voice to whoever's across from her? I don't know. I think the table's probably too big. Probably... I'm making okay. all this up. But <laughs> she's I'm feeling like I'm really there. She's sitting at the boardroom. <laughs> Yeah, there's like probably like a huge like candelabra okay. and like you know lots mm -hmm, of food baskets. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so that would be like if you were chilling with the queen. Now, like, what are you wearing? What is she wearing? Let's talk about fashion. Let's talk fashion. You must dress modestly, but not casually. Mm. Uh, the queen wears gloves. She also wears really bright clothes. If you've noticed, yeah, you know she why. she the pastel. I don't know. So she can be the center of attention. Yes. Yeah, really? so she can be seen in a crowd by her security guards. Oh, that's hot. And by the people, too. So she does have a purse, but sometimes oh, yes. there's nothing in the this purse. This is what I want to know about. Yes. So the purse is a signal. Yes. She always has it on her left arm. Mm -hmm you'll find in pictures when she switches it to her right arm her security or her people need to know that she is done talking to the person she's talking to. amazing and they will move her along i love that <laughs> what if you like everyone knows this this is common knowledge and so what if you see her go like queen? you're like all right bitch <laughs> fine <laughs> <laughs> she's done with me like just tell me the conversation's over <laughs> just say like thank you for your time and move on right don't be like she's like help me <laughs> this conversation is so bad i must move my purse. right like you haven't developed the social skills as fucking queen to get right? yourself out of one conversation girl come on now <laughs> 
Now, when she wants to end the whole entire party or dinner. Oh, wow. She puts her purse around her neck. <laughs> <laughs> she waves her she, purse in the she air. She puts it upside down, pops it on her head, and screams, I'm done. <laughs> Lord, don't joke about these things. She's much more subtle. <laughs> what? She, How? <laughs> she puts her purse on the table. Oh, my God. I feel like that's really rude. <laughs> she like slams it down. Also, like, what if that's where you were just eating dinner and then it's like, now your purse is dirty. <laughs> she puts it in the ham. She puts it on the, the Christmas ham. <laughs> when the purse is on the ham, you must leave. Ooh, that was a purse in ham move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the queen. Oh, wow. Mm. That was bold. <laughs> So when people see her just slam that shit on the table, do they scatter? <laughs> yeah. Or like, does somebody come in and go like, this party is over. It yeah. never happened and it never will. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, more... what? Forget everything like, what? that, that happened didn't make here tonight. Any sense. <laughs> or does everybody just like, then... the person on the table, the person on the table, get out, get out. I think they take... or, like, Doesn't she just leave? I thought she just leaves and then everybody else can leave. Yeah, I think you could probably do that, but I like the idea of someone saying this never happened. <laughs> or like taking out the men in black like laser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to wash their memories. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that would be interesting. So that's her signaling. <laughs> okay. Um so <laughs> uh she also has this really weird ceremony. <laughs> The ham ceremony. (laughs) Where she takes the ham from beneath the purse and shoves it up her ass. (laughs) And she waddles to the top. And then pretends to give birth to it and then holds it close to her for nine months. I think we're all familiar (laughs) with that ceremony, Lauren. You don't have to we don't have to talk about that one. (laughs) Okay. I'm just imagining the queen like getting up to a lot of hijinks with her little ham baby. I don't know. The ham is replaced every day before she wakes up. So she thinks it's fresh. (laughs) So she doesn't have a rotted ham. Yes. And it's just a ham with those like black glasses with the nose and the mustache. (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay. yeah, so we're all familiar with that now tell me yeah, something know i that. don't know <laughs> have you heard of the queen's opening of parliament parliament mm, oh where she throws the ham through the door <laughs> <laughs> this is hamless um, it's contrary to popular belief this one's hamless. right bills make laws <laughs> And the ham is lifted onto a pulpit and sliced in half. Um, um that that's only in Scotland. Oh, okay. But in England, what happens? <laughs> so, first of all, she wears um one of these crowns. Mm. So she has a different crown for like different like things. Okay. <laughs> she does. All right. <laughs> um, this crown has um 
3,000 precious stones. Oh, my God. It's 12 inches tall, Jesus. and it's two and a half pounds. Can she wear that? So it's said I that, just feel like, like if she, she can't. Her head can't support that. <laughs> yeah, she's like apparently if she moves a certain way, her neck could break. Oh my funny. god, it's not funny. At what cost? Um, like this just isn't. Like she's got to put a stop to this. She's got to open Parliament, or who's gonna do it? Okay, now you're gonna love this part. Um, this part does sound made up. So basically there's a procession from buckingham palace to parliament which i looked up is a 17 minute walk oh my god the queen does not walk there she is uh in a carriage okay so she gets there she wears her heaviest crown and robes Mm -hmm. and then a few things happen one a group of guards dressed in old-timey uniforms (laughs) use a lantern to search the cellars for anyone plotting to blow up the building oh there's no better way to do that. They gotta use the lantern. Yes. <laughs> okay. Members of the House of Commons must slam the door on someone named Black Rod. Wait, are you making this up? <laughs> no. Who <laughs> comes to tell them the queen has arrived? The strangest Quiet. tradition of all, I'm reading this, uh, is one <laughs> one of the ministers is held hostage at Buckingham what? Palace. Wait, what? Oh, like in While case they all get blown up? I guess. the While the Queen's at Parliament, which is meant to ensure the Queen's safe return. So <clears throat> it's symbolic, but in the 1600s, King Charles was beheaded for interfering with Parliament. Mm. Um, a copy of his death warrant is displayed in the room where the Queen puts on her crown and robe before entering the parliamentary chamber. Oh my god. So she's like reminded of this every year. <clears throat> oh, okay. So that's pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Some other weird ones that aren't really related. Prince George uh, was named the best dressed man in Britain in 2015. <laughs> He's a child. <laughs> he was a baby. Okay. Uh, he always wears tailored shorts, not pants. There, why are you tailoring anything for a five-year-old? Waste <clears throat> of time. I don't know. Wait, he's not allowed. Like, what does he do in the winter? Uh, frostbite. Oh, <laughs> um, he has a lot of pull. He just recently ate a certain type of lentil at his school and was photographed. <laughs> and there's a huge spike in sales for that particular lentil. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing ever. Oh, do you want to know how to uh, drink with a teacup? Um, you hold it up. You dump it on the table right you go no 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 taxation without representation and then you walk yeah. out that's exactly it. i think you have to have like two fingers under the cup and like your thumb in the handle your thumb in your mouth <laughs> all team has passed through the thumb on the way to the gullet all right i'm trying to do this with my coffee cup it doesn't work you pinch the cup okay. with your uh, pointer and thumb. Okay. The the handle, right. and then underneath you put your middle finger. So you're basically flipping off anyone who looks under your. Teacup. And then what do you do with your ring finger and your pinky finger? Um, you chop them off. You don't. You don't need them. Oh. <sighs> oh God! I need someone to measure. Um, and if you were 
like instructed to take photos like if you were like new to the family mm -hmm. they'd be like okay you always have to keep your chin parallel to the ground what? in photos it can all help us help us all with selfies from, i don't think so i think for angles some people want to angle it down maybe a little bit <laughs> i think up i feel like if my chin is parallel to the floor i'm kind of looking up you are or am i being photographed from above on. You're not being photographed from above or below, so get that out of your head. Well, I guess it's just like, like is normal... it like my chin when it's extended or my chin just down? Parallel to the ground. Where's your chin right now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's only one way to make your chin parallel to the ground. You're standing. Did I mention you're standing up on two feet? What? I'm not sitting down <laughs> for my portrait? Uh, And that's, you know... All the facts I thought were the most fun about British royalty. Those were very fun. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren, for your time and efforts. Today. You are most welcome for them. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess you do the sign-off today because you made me do it last okay, time. Okay, that's because I didn't know if you knew what it was. I do. Okay, well, we can do it together then. Okay. Okay. Good night. Good night. And leave and us leave alone. Leave us alone. Thanks so much for listening. Listen to Learning with Lauren and Mary wherever you listen to podcasts. If there's a topic you're interested in learning about, email us at learning at laurenandmary.com.